Good morning, meat suits and meat dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We uh, This is episode number 65, which means our po- if our podcast was a UK citizen, it would be eligible to retire. We, however, are just hitting our stride. We are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television. Today we're talking about Sharktopus, the sci-fi channel original motion picture. This was our number one most popular suggestion on our website, read-weep.com slash suggest if you want to get your items on the list. As usual, our podcast is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash readitweep, the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. You can get a free book just by signing up for a trial membership and keep the book even if you cancel your membership before it charges you. Let me introduce you to today's panel. First up today, uh, the Navy wanted a killing machine, so he gave it to him. Ladies and gentlemen, reporting live from Algiers, Algeria, it's Ezra. It's not a shark to post, it's a miracle of science! <laughs> I want that character all the time. I love when you sound like an evil genius. <laughs> also joining us today, uh, just another leading scientist who happens to be a hot girl in disguise behind frumpy glasses and a bun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. My glasses hide my daddy issues. <laughs> Wait, she had the bun in the front now? It was not a front bun. <laughs> Hiding in front of a bun. <laughs> also, very special guest today. He knows the waters of Puerto Vallarta better than anybody else, including people who live in Puerto Vallarta. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Christopher back to the program. I have so much faith in machine guns, I will never give up, even if they don't kill Sharktopolis. <laughs> I'm done talking. Yeah, Sharktopolis is, of course, the uh, famous Navy experiment where they had a hybrid of a shark and a Greek temple. (laughs) Worked out pretty well. Yeah, it was was pretty effective. And a good place to sell Greek goods. Yeah, right there. And sacrifice shark virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Also, of course, I'm your host. Uh, I am a marvel of modern genetic bioengineering. My name is Alex. Hey, Alex. And not only am I a shark-octopus hybrid, but I also am controlled by robotics. So technically, I'm a sharktopus bot. Half shark, half octopus, half robot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, I want you to summarize for us. You have 60 seconds to do so in the style of a hot scientist explaining the technical details of her newest creation. Oh, her delivery is so wooden. Okay, yeah. And also just sound hot. All right. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take your, take your glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> her delivery is wooden and my response is too. <laughs> yes, that's right. I work for a secret scientific research institution and we have crafted the best killing machine ever. It's half shark half octopus, and very aggressive, and very good at killing. However, we keep it in control with a very flimsy computer program. When things go wrong because a boat propeller hits its collar, Sharktopus is on the loose. And you know what it hates? Tourists. Roaming the seas immediately surrounding Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, we see Sharktopus kill and kill and kill. And it's only up to the daughter of the chief scientist, a trigger-happy workout fiend, and a news team to stop Sharktopus. Will they do it in time? Well, yes. (laughs) Uh, Do me a favor, Chris, just for my enjoyment. Will you go from the hot voice to your uh, 
ethnic pronunciation of Puerto Vallarta again. Roaming the seas immediately surrounding Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't to correct you. I just really enjoyed that transition. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's let's get out some major compliments. We always like to start and end with a compliment. It's what makes our show fair criticism in addition to being really funny. So, uh, Christopher, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the compliment round. What do you prefer? <clears throat> I'll, I'll go first. Okay, um, please do. I really have to compliment the acting uh, because even though there were these really intense situations that were happening, uh, they still managed to squeeze in really good writing and really good acting. So everyone was just, they were just so lucid. Like when uh, the guy gets killed, he's like, <laughs> it was very like et tu brute, you yeah. know, et tu sharptopolis. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering like how how did he want it to go down, you know, like yeah. how was he <laughs> They had fantasies too. They were talking about like, oh yeah, this is the uh, bearded uh, Grizzly guys. Adams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin from Top Chef. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he they, they, he'd actually talked about how he wanted to go, or at least yeah. other ways he did not want to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to put this out there right now. I, I don't plan on ever dying, but if I had to, I think it would be impaled by the tentacles of a sharktopus. Yeah, right? just like, like this. <laughs> exactly like this. Somebody's just like, yes, yes, yes. Ah! <laughs> I mean, I didn't want it to happen, but this is perfect. What are the odds? <laughs> Actually, what are the odds is probably the best dying phrase that I could... I'm going to have that. I'm just going to say that to myself over and over again because if I ever get killed, that'll be my last word. <laughs> all right, continuing backwards. Christopher. No, not Christopher. This is going to confuse me all day. Continuing backwards. Chris, what would you like your major compliment to be? My compliment is that this movie defies the stereotype. This Ooh. movie, right, has a lot of blonde girls in bikinis, but do you know who survives... The blonde girl in the bikini who was smart enough to be afraid of the shark puss. <laughs> the DJ's assistant. There's a pirate radio DJ yeah. who broadcasts on a boat, and his assistant, Steph, is always in a bikini, right? But she is not dumb, and she does not die. Well, yeah. I, mean, she I think dumb, there's an important she lesson. She happened to be right in this situation, I think. She's still right. dumb to believe in a shark puss, but she happened to be in a world where there was a shark puss, which was very yeah, <laughs> Sometimes smart is stupid, and wearing clothes <laughs> is a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to compliment third because actually I had a breaking stereotypes compliment as well. Ooh. A really fun role reversal. So at one point, the, uh, the intrepid young journalist, also played by a hot girl, one of my favorite things about this world, this is a sub-compliment, is that it's like bizarro world where every major job is replaced by a hot girl so radio engineer and nuclear genetic scientist and uh journalist intrepid reporter it's like you just pulled out all of these stereotypes and like let's just drop a hot girl in there and see what she does yeah anyway way to level the playing field yeah <laughs> those hot girls have been stepped on their whole lives so finally they get a chance yeah so anyway, uh, the hot girl journalist goes up to this beleaguered fisherman who sent her a photo of Sharktopus, and she demands to know the truth about it. And I love how this is turning the stereotype on its head, because normally when you send a picture of a, a vague, fuzzy picture of a sea monster to a journalistic organization, you have to convince them that it's real. 
And instead, the journalist is coming to the fisherman saying, don't lie to me. I know this is real. This is actually a sea monster that you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really um, turned that on its head. And the guy's like, no, no, yeah, no, jump. it was a joke. It was a joke. Just, well, yeah, just, just a hoax. Yeah. What, why, well, like, what changed in the last day that made him think, like, huh, maybe I don't want my name attached to this thing. Like, <laughs> right. why did he send it in the first place? Yeah, he sent it in because he wanted attention, but not that much attention. Yeah, this got real. <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to ride around with her in her Astro van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would have because she was a hot journalist. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, continuing backwards, as uh, last comp- major compliment. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, there's one other, another moment where uh, a hot blonde girl uh, is sweeping the coast, uh, sweeping the beach, you know, looking for... Uh, oh, oh, this girl. For, yeah, oh. and um, looking for, for gold with uh, her metal detector, actually finds it, you know, and it's like a, like this, like, you know, really, like, old gold piece. Pirate gold, yeah. yeah pirate it's gold. like a doubloon or some such. Um, she, basically, she just... You know, gets destroyed by Sharktopus, of course, like everyone does. Uh, and there's this old guy who's just watching her, and he picks up the gold piece, bites it, and is really happy. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think this is saying that the, the sequel, uh, you know, like Sharktopus 2, The Curse of Uli's Gold or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, like, you know, uh, Sharktopus just has a uh, chew on the hot, give to the downtrodden and senior <laughs> citizens. Sort of <laughs> He's like the Robin Hood for geriatrics. Excellent. Let's move on to our uh, our first segment today. Our first segment today is a game that I like to call Clarezra Explains It All. Clarezra Defends It All. La, 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 la. So, uh, yeah, so this game, Clarezra Defends It All, the way this works is <laughs> there are a lot of things in this movie that seem like technical inconsistencies, but Ezra, uh, as you, some of you may well know, uh, is a genius an electronics genius specifically. And so what we're going to do is we're going to mention parts of the movie that we thought were confusing or incorrect or inconsistent. And Ezra's going to tell us why actually it makes perfect sense. Ready? Uh, I have one, Claire Ezra. Um, <laughs> Sharktopus is made of the head of the shark, like yeah. from the, you know, side fins forward. Mm-hmm. And the legs of an octopus. Yes. Yeah. How does it digest its food? <laughs> You mean because it's just mouth and legs? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, An excellent question. If you noticed, actually, there was like kind of a hole in the middle of the bottom of Sharktopus also. Yeah. You mean the ink hole? Yeah, exactly. It just spews out like most of, most things just digest, you know, undigested. Um, so it, it's it's going to die of starvation eventually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the short, a short lifespan on Sharktopus. Yeah. Follow up. Follow up. How does it engage in the act of love? <laughs> Sharktopus does not know love, sadly enough. <laughs> that explains a lot of the movie they should yeah. have thrown that in there yeah yeah Sharktopus is sad that's why he's so agitated he's like sexually frustrated Sharktopus um, can know lust though and that is an ugly thing I can tell you that about that in a second if you want <laughs> boy do we but yeah. first another question <clears throat> I'm wondering well I was wondering how Sharktopus was breathing on land mm-hmm. but 
I thought, you know, science, they can do a lot of stuff. Sure. But when he came out of the water, he actually had spikes coming out of his yes, gills. Yes. yes. So I'm wondering how he breathes underwater, really. Yeah. Well, the thing about the um, the, the spikes is actually it's very good about piercing the water into uh, uh-huh. into uh, hydrogen and oxygen molecules. It just It's very, oh. very sharp spikes. Just kind just of with... go right through it, split it. Yeah. It nuclearly small, small like uh, <laughs> nano small. Like, they're, right, they're, right. they're fission spikes. Yes, <laughs> totally <Okay>. plausible. <laughs> like catfish's mustache or something. Great. Yeah, okay, exactly like a catfish's All mustache. Right. <laughs> so if it's just, it's a hybrid of a a shark and an octopus, I understand where the spikes on the shark part come from, but what octopus has metal spears on the end of its tentacles that could? Go through straight through human flesh. Yeah, I was I was watching this with Alex, and he was pretty upset about that. <laughs> the, incons- the inconsistency really got to him. Well, <laughs> what what was surprising to me was the movie was about a uh, a man eating shark to of course, but then the way it was killing people was more like Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. where it just throws a random leg through a person's chest and then doesn't eat them. I just want to make sure that uh, everybody notices that it went through a yoga girl's rock hard abs, which is even more. <laughs> <laughs> That was frightening. So they are very sharp as well. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe not fission sharp, but. Um. Well, all right. I I have this, and you actually are gonna feel pretty stupid uh, when I tell you <laughs> the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, octopi use what to escape uh, and and confuse people? Ink, right? The ink, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you get ink? It's from like a like a a pen. Right. Yeah. Pens have very hard tips. This mm-hmm. is just the adaptation of, of that whole mechanism. So each one of those little like sharpie things is actually an ink-tipped uh, you know, spike. And uh, if he wanted oh, to, okay. Sharktopus could also spew uh, ink on you at one of eight different places. <laughs> so, so if I left Sharktopus in my pocket, yes. uh, the, the odds are one of his eight legs would leak. Every time. You're going to get a lot of ruined shirts with Sharktopus in your pocket. And also, this explains how, because I always thought Sharktopus might have evolved from earlier uh, Sharktoraptor. Which was feathered, and so that he had ink quills, but now he's a ballpoint sharktopus. You, you catch on quick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got a sharktopus question. Yeah. Sharktopus is a uh, killing machine. That is obvious. Yes. But it's a human killing machine. Uh, given that it's part shark, shark and part octopus, wouldn't it be a fish killing machine? Why are humans in so much danger, but the fish of the ocean seem to be just fine? Well, uh, I don't know if you realize this. Sharktopus, um, uh, being half shark, half octopus, would be of uh, two completely different parts of the food chain, all right? And not a lot of crossover in the diets, uh, with the exception of humans, with shark and octopi both uh, apparently eat. Hmm. Oh, uh, huh, yes. apparently they do. Yes, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent use of apparently. <laughs> yeah, that that's credible, right? All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, further question. At one point in the movie, uh, the evil dad. Yeah. Uh, which of course the sequel of this movie would be Evil Dad Two. Uh, but the uh, at one point the evil dad says that the reason Sharktopus is so aggressive is because they genetically engineered him to have significantly higher levels of serotonin. My understanding from Psych 101 is that that would just make him undepressed. Yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. But but here's the thing, right? When you are depressed, are you going to go around killing people? Probably. Well, I mean, if you can get out of bed is the thing, right? 
Oh, right, yes. You can get You're out of bed. That's the main depression. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Sharktopus is always out of bed. <laughs> By his very definition, he's never in yeah, bed. exactly. And so just more time killing people. I'd just like to point out that if Sharktopus ever was in bed, it would be a water bed. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's leave the expertise to Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Christopher. Clarezra. Clarezra. <laughs> Hey, Claire Ezra, um, at one point in the movie, there were three kind of jackass tourists who were on jet skis terrorizing yeah. innocent fishermen and their wives who did not fish. Yes, and they decided yes. to play a game called Tequila Ball. Could you please explain the rules of Tequila Ball? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's actually deceptively complex, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so first, yes, there is the tequila and the ball, all right? But here's the tricky thing. Uh, the ball doesn't have any tequila in it, okay? And no matter what huh. happens when you do something with the ball, you have to drink tequila. You guys with me so far? I, I'm, trying. I'm <laughs> trying. So where do the jet skis come in? Jet skis come in. Basically, they're here to attract Sharktopus, who is a, uh, the referee of, te of tequila ball. He's a standard participant in tequila. Like, can you play tequila ball if Sharktopus isn't there? It's not like official. It's not. It won't, it won't affect rankings. So. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't I count see. towards. It's not. It's not a sanctioned game. I but, see. I mean, long story short, um, basically, uh, all three tourists will get eaten off of their jet skis, and uh, when the old man with the gold coin comes and collects the jet skis, whoever whose jet ski he rides off on first, that person wins tequila ball, if they're oh, alive. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right, right. So when you play this at, at home or for practice, when it's not yes. a league game, yes. you, you don't actually have to die. I oh, mean, okay. you should you should practice at 110% if you can, but no. You, yeah, right, you practice the way you play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't dog it out there, Alex. I will make you run Indian sprints. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, Clarezra, for coming in and uh, defending everything today. We really appreciate your help. It's it's a clip pleasure. Clip <laughs> <laughs> pleasure. Okay, so uh, for our uh, our second segment today, I just want to ask you all a question. Uh, it seems as though we have had a recurring theme on our show. Uh, and that is half shark. <laughs> We've had half shark, half octopus, half shark, half ghost, and half shark, half space ranger. So who would win in a fight? Space shark, ghost shark, or sharktopus? And what would those fights look like? Well, ghost shark versus sharktopus uh, would be a lot of gnashing of teeth, I think. Because mm -hmm. both are very aggressive. Uh, I don't know if Sharktopus's tentacles could really get a hold of the ghost part of sh Ghost Shark. Ghost <laughs> Shark, right. That, that is the hardest part to get a hold of. The shark part, much easier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we have to be clear as whether or not Ghost Shark is half ghost, half shark, or if he's just a dead shark. <laughs> well, if he's just a dead shark, that's a pretty easy fight to win. Yeah. Really? How do, well, you, how do you kill it? How do you kill it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you score points? Yeah, but it just it lies on the bottom of the sea. I mean, that's... It just, it's, well, but its soul runs amok. Well, then that's a ghost. Right, that's, that's the ghost shark. shark. What's well, a ghost shark? I haven't I haven't read this novel, but um, oh, it's, I think it's a movie, and we haven't ghost. watched it yet either. Oh, okay. So these are future potential themes. All right? we, well, we know that we've talked about it extensively because okay. it has shared some actors with the room, which we watched last week, but or two weeks ago. But uh, 
So I know just as much as you guys right now. Yeah, you, well, no, yeah. the only thing you don't know is that the summary of the movie uh, starts with when Ghost Shark escapes from his extra-dimensional prison. So the only detail you didn't know that was that Ghost Shark, being a ghost, could jump through dimensions. Well, and he has something in his past, obviously. Why was he in prison? Right, exactly. So go, yeah. Ghost Shark, I mean, it was it was pretty innocent. Like, he just, it was like a three-strikes rule, so he, like... He robbed two grocery stores and then got caught smoking right. pot. So it right. was, it was really the overcrowded judicial well, system. If that's the type of uh, crimes that Ghost Shark is committing, I'm going with with Sharktopus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shark's Ghost Shark sounds like a serial pussy. killer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ghost Shark sits around getting stoned and stealing from grocery stores, and Sharktopus has this severe depression we talked about. Right. So like, this is going to be a pretty weak battle. Yeah, um, my money's on Space Shark. I don't care what he does. Well, it, it's a good point. I, I, I got something here. I think if I can go Freudian for a second, um, I'm pretty sure uh, Sharktopus, Space Shark, and Ghost Shark are all sort of like the three different parts of the self. Um, as I see it, uh, hmm. yeah, Sharktopus, he's just, you know, uh, in his non-robotic form, just kills everything, all right? That sounds like a lot of id to me. All right, mm-hmm. and uh, right. and if Ghost Shark uh, is pretty like you know like kind of like mental and that kind of stuff, uh, it's you know kind of like not really all there. That sounds pretty much like mm-hmm. a super ego. And basically, since uh, you know Space Shark is half good and half bad, he's just the ego trying to negotiate the two. So uh, the idea, that, the answer to your question, which will win in a fight? None of them, because they're all part of the same sharkness. Well, huh. I mean, I don't know if Freud ever covered the which of these three parts of the self would win in a battle royale. Right. Now, I just uh, that's a very interesting point, Ezra, but what if the fight took place on the moon? <laughs> oh, well, then it's going to be a pretty strong edge to uh to yeah, to, to space shark. Space shark. I mean, I think Sharktopus would have the weakest time there since there's no water. Are you kidding? Sharktopus has those spikes coming out of his head. <laughs> He can make his own air. <laughs> oh, he obviously walks around on the land. He doesn't need water. Okay, uh, okay, but also, as far as I know, there's never been a ghost on the moon, so Ghost Shark is really going to lose that one. Well, or... I mean, you wouldn't have seen it, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, I haven't seen the moon in person either. Well then, you're not an expert. <laughs> we need Clarezra back here. He'd explain this to us. Have we decided? Let's all vote. Let's everybody vote, because I don't think I said my final piece. Okay. I already put it on Space Shark, because one of them's a stoner, the other one's super depressed. Right. And even, you know, we take it to the next level, we're like, all right, the battle's on the moon. Boom. Space Shark just, his right. odds just tripled. So. <laughs> all right. Ez, what do you think? I'm going to have to go with Ghost Shark here, because... Um, what? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, he seems like no matter where the fight might go to... Um, extra dimensions or not, I think Ghost Shark would have a pretty good chance of it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I just think um, the Octave Shark, as I prefer to call him... Um, oh, no. Yeah, it's just, I, I, I think, kind of more of a gimmick than an actual shark. I'll, I'll just... I'll put it up. <laughs> not, not... Yeah, I mean, the other guys, they're, they're, they're fully developed sharks, surely, but, I mean, yeah, really, it's just, it's half one thing, half the other thing, and, and all bullshit, if you ask me. Uh, Chris, my vote is Sharktopus because his body count, specifically of beachgoers, is so very, very high. It's, <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. I mean, that's that's like vampires attacking a ferry boat. High. I mean, as yeah. far as the body count. So I, I I gotta go with the data here, and the data supports Sharktopus. Uh, you know what I gotta say though, uh, and I guess I'm the tiebreaking vote. Yeah. Then is that look how that managed to set itself up? Yeah, right. uh, is that Chris? Chris, your logic is very strong, except for the fact that's, that 
Sharktopus uh, is killed at the end of the movie. So clearly he has a weakness, and that is explosives implanted in his brain that can be controlled remotely if you know the password. And uh, Yeah, what are the odds do? that someone would know the password, right? What are the odds? That's what, that's what he says at the end. That's what, the, that's what Sharktopus says when he blows up. He's like, what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds that the password doesn't have any numbers or capitals? Right, yeah. Or it's just pumpkin. Well, guys, there's basically only one way to settle this. Yeah. Oh, yeah? A three-way rap battle. Oh, oh yeah, shit. it's on. Hell, yeah. We lay a track and we never go whack. Y'all listen to a shark attack. Once you go shark, you never go back. Y'all listen to a shark attack. Name a shark to pulse and I'm called Menacha. I bet you didn't know I was a badass rapper. Grab him with big spiky tentacles. Make you lick my eight sweaty testicles. The world ain't never seen nothing quite like me. I'm in shark. I'm in space. I'm a motherfucking MC. That's not enough. You're hard to impress. It's not safe out in space, but the ladies all undress. Number three, I'm in season if you know what I mean. What's scarier than a ghost shark on Halloween? You can all sit back and suck my ghost balls. Now did you forget that I can fly through walls? We lay a track and we never go whack. Yo, listen to a shark attack. Once you go shark, you never go back. Yo, listen to a shark attack. So you think you're all hot, but you got half my skill. With teeth and tentacles, I got two ways to kill. And I got this battle well in hand, cause I can hang out in the water all on land. All the ladies shout, hey puss, you Apollos, but they'll change that tune when they meet this mollusk. The puss you just spit, it was shit, get the crapper. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one who's dapper. Don't think you can rub that land shit in my face. Remember, I fly through motherfucking space. And puss, I got another one for you also. How can you breathe, man, you haven't got a torso. Land, sea, and space, did I forget to mention. I'm the only shark not confined to this dimension. And space shark, who cares if you can fly to the Big Dipper? Sporting that mustache, you're just a fucking hipster. Shark to puss, it's the wrong battle you've chosen. Cause your brain's vulnerable to RC explosion. I'll shut you down, ain't no one gonna miss you. Cause the bomb in your brain reads government issue. We lay a track and we never go whack. Y'all listen to a shark attack. Once you go shark, you never go back. Y'all listen to a shark attack. Hey, think again, afterlife sharky wuss. If I'm dead, then I'm a ghost, sharktopus. I'm all of you and more. Now I'm gonna win this. Spiking your ass is my only unfinished business. I'll look at your space because I'm the one and only. There are no chicks in space, so you're hungry and lonely. Just because you're knee-deep in hussies doesn't mean nothing, Mr. Sharktopussy. You only have shark and you're half a dud. Well, sharks are concerned, my friend. You're a mudblood. This is my song. Look it up in your hymnal. Hey, ghosty, at least I'm not a criminal. I got dope lyrics, so I'm gonna crush. In the space race, you were behind Russia. Puss, you're depressed, it shows on your face. You're only picking fights because you're mixed race. We lay a track and we never go whack. Y'all listen to a shark attack. Once you go shark, you never go back. Y'all listen to a shark attack. At first I thought you was a bunch of bums I don't really need a friend, I got plenty of chum But now it's clear to me that Forest 3 We need to join up as a shiver of shocking yeah. MCs We'll cut a record, two across the nation I think it's time for us to have a rap conciliation The animals, they'll bark and claw On the scene, we'll explode Shark and all! We'll not take the stage, drop the mic and move over. All other rappers gonna know it's Sharktober. The lights go out, it's dark and black. One thing left to fear, it's a shark, shark attack! attack! Hey, uh, so you wrote a... Uh, uh, on Facebook the other day, you wrote this horrible rant against television. Yep. Uh, you don't like TV? No, not at all, dude. Why? What happened? Well, I just... A uh, little while ago, I was watching TV and I died. So, you can see why I'm prejudiced. Um, you you died? Yeah, hard.
I don't, I don't think with you the did. vengeance. <laughs> yeah. And what, the, the, what were you the, watching? I was watching Die Hard. So, <laughs> but it was it was like edited because uh, it was on TV. For TV. Yeah, which is the worst way to watch Die Hard. Um, so I was <laughs> yeah. like, because he's like, yeah, yippee ki yay, Mister. <laughs> and that's not the line I found out later on. So right. yeah. But no, I, yeah, so actually I, I did die, literally. literally. I'm died. sorry to hear that. Me uh, too. I'm sorry to, to have done it. Do you want to just maybe really quickly fill in the details between watching Die Hard and Dying Hard? You just did it. Uh, watch Die Hard, Died Hard. That was it. Yeah. Wow, TV sounds really dangerous. It is. You do realize it's legal in like... 48 state? I don't know why. Um, and whatever country you're in. I think it's actually legal in all 50 states. <laughs> That's fucked up. I'm yeah. really, if I remember to get my ballot, uh, I would have voted for that. To not be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do you propose instead? You only get a vote in one state, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that, but that is good to know for next time. Thank you. Uh-huh. So had you been able to like write in a candidate for not TV, who would it have been? Well, it would have been Audible. I mean, I that's pretty much all I listen to here in heaven. Uh, it's just Audible, Audible books on MP3. Are you sure you went to heaven? I mean, I mean, I know I'm in heaven though because uh, how else would I have gotten a sweet free Audible audiobook just just for being a fan of uh, Read and Weep? Absolutely. Free. So, so the catch to getting a free audiobook is that you have to like our show, yeah, and live a life of pure good, and then die. Well, I mean, you know, eighty percent good. I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not like the I didn't go to super heaven. I just went to regular heaven. <laughs> but, but seriously. Well, so, so, take, so, so tell me. So, the steps are to get a free audiobook. Yeah. You live a life of about eighty percent good, like like Presbyterian good, and then you yeah. die. Uh-huh. And you go to heaven, but not super heaven. Right. And then what? Then you uh, you sign up for uh, a membership at audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep, and you get a free audiobook um, just for signing up. Live free or die watching television. Audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. All right, so it's time for our favorite movie segment, Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. All right, Lightning Bonus Round works like the rest of our show, except you have to go quicker, and when somebody says Lightning Bonus Round, your joke is over. How come Sharktopus makes a weird, like, lion growling sound when he's out of the water? I didn't yeah. think sharks talked. That's the uh, that's the sound of his his spine's... Cutting the air into oxygen. Uh, no, I, I don't know. That's a good I'm point. I never thought it. of it that way. Lightning bonus. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Um, th- there's a great moment where, like, uh, right when they were like, hey, where is Sharktopus? He's in Mexico. And um, the first shot we saw was, um, uh, I think, of, like, a, like an old-style uh, church. And so I was like, oh, my God. Sharktopus, like, he reformed. And, like, he, he joined, like, a... Like the, like, <laughs> now he's a priest, and he's like he wants to leave his whole shark killing thing behind. I thought that would have been a really, really fun, uh, different direction the movie could have gone. He's now a shark of the cloth. 
Yeah, he's all. This movie also had the same like establishing shot problem that the room had, where they would be like, "Oh my God, the shark is in Puerto Vallarta," and there were ten minutes like of a tourist video of like people on the beach and then people ziplining and people having fun indoors and people outdoors and ethnic dancing. Wait, Alex, you and hate all sudden, you hate watching girls in bikinis for no reason. Uh I I. I Point Chris. Lightning bonus. <laughs> Lightning bitchy round. Yeah. I guess this is a missed opportunity. Um, basically, we see a lot of moments where, like, a lot of different ways that you can trigger a sharktopus attack. You know, it's like either mm-hmm. by saying there's no such thing as sharktopus or by, like, dangling above the water <laughs> or, like, I don't know, um, just, just, just looking kind of helpless for a second or, 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 or being a bikini they're, they're, or being white. There's so many different ways to, like, you know, trigger a sharktopus attack. Um, right, and they don't try to do any of them. You know, they're like at the very end, they're like, "Hey, I guess we could put some chum down uh, and see how that goes." And even then, they like they forget that they did that and that he's coming to them then. And then they like they get off their guard. And then Santo dies. I know they yeah, killed Santos Santo. because yeah. Although there was that that led to a great moment where Santos is sitting on the edge of the boat and they're talking about Sharktopus, and then all of a sudden Sharktopus appears like just behind him, and it it it, it had the perfect opportunity for Santos to say. Oh, this is awkward. Sharktopus is right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> and then I love that part too because he's like, "I've got a plan." And they go out in the boat, and he's just like pulls up his cooler and starts teaspooning fish guts into the water for like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just having like idle idle chit chat while he does that. And then then guess who? It's S eleven. Boom! And they're like, "What? What? 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 Where did he come from? What's going on?" They weren't expecting that at all. Really? They weren't prepared? He eats Santos and then swims away. And I was like, that was your whole plan? Yeah. Pour fish guts in the water, let Sharktopus eat Santos, and then be frustrated and chase after Sharktopus? She's like, mm-hmm. I didn't say it was a good plan. I just said it was a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Okay, so at one point, uh, they freak out because S11 has gone off the grid. Oh, yeah. S- this is one of my favorites. I love that line because I, I get that means that like Sharktopus is only buying things in cash and doesn't use a cell phone. <laughs> He's growing his own herbs. Yeah, <laughs> on his rooftop garden. <laughs> mm. It's a very dangerous plan for Sharktopus. If he does that, how do you keep up? How do you track him anymore? That's right. No record of him anywhere he goes. But I mean, all Lightning. you have to do is say Sharktopus doesn't exist, and then he comes to you, so it doesn't really matter. Because you're on the grid, so he hears everything you say. Oh, that is the issue there. Hey, Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, Lightning bonus round. Something. Lightning bonus round. Uh, Lightning bonus round. <laughs> yeah, we're done. So Sharktopus eats a bungee jumper, a zip liner, a guy fishing, people watching ethnic dancing <laughs> shows, uh, people hanging out and swimming, of course, uh, people who play catch with a football. Um, and I think I appreciate that. He only kills people who are doing fun outdoor activities. No one dies like mowing the lawn or doing dishes or something. Well, I mean, plus I noticed that you know, with the first three people that Sharktopus ate, uh, you know, the they all have strings, so he doesn't have to floss, which is great. <laughs> well, the bungee jumper, I was like, you're clearly taunting Sharktopus. <laughs> yeah, you can't even. I mean, I, I wouldn't fault. I would definitely would not fault Sharktopus for that one. That that's yeah, yeah, deserved. Oh, you know what that is? It's like it's like they were fly fishing for Sharktopus. <laughs> or just splash the person on the water and then pull him back up and then dot him on top of the water and pull him back up. Yeah, why didn't they use this, like, you know, to, to try to catch him later on? It would have totally worked. They just need a hook, you know, with the person. 
Right. How much better would it have been if Sharktopus was jumping up and missing? Like, he just kept mistiming the bungee jumping? <laughs> you knew he was going to get the guy eventually, but he, it took him three or four jumps. <laughs> I do that with my cat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was a Sharktopus toy. Oh. No, it's very true. But, you know, honeymooners are always so annoying and so self-satisfied, you know, that... Yeah, seriously. Fuck people who are on their honeymoons, kind of. Yeah. Yep. Fuck those guys. <laughs> 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 no, but but that was some bullshit, because he was like, hey, we have to jog, because you have to work off those enchiladas. And like, fuck you, because right. you, you order the enchiladas too, and they're on their right. honeymoon. It's a time for enchiladas. This marriage is definitely not going to work, aside from Sharktopus eating one of the members. Of the <laughs> <laughs> Had, it didn't have a lot of long-term potential anymore. I think Sharktopus no. was committing community service there, rather than murder in the first. <laughs> oh, dude, this week, guest starring on the marriage ref, it's Sharktopus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Great. Lightning bonus round. If it's just like, Sharktopus is like, no, actually, I think you guys are going to make it. <laughs> I like how the guy puts his move on the um, the daughter when she's, and the daughter who clearly is like, but ugly, but then slowly, like, her glasses come off and her bun comes down. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know there's going to be a sequel because she was still wearing those shorts, you know? <laughs> but, um, he leans over and he says, look, and he hands her like a piece of shrapnel. This little guy played kickball with my insides. Thanks to this guy, I learned the importance of nailing drunk babes in a pool while wearing a sombrero. <laughs> kickball is a lot of fun, though, so I, I, I don't blame the shrapnel at all, because kickball is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that's what I would play if I was inside somebody's body. If I could organize it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's always the hard part is getting enough people together. Are we doing lightning bonus round? I, I don't even remember what we're doing. Lightning bonus round! Lightning bonus round. Time for our final half of our compliment sandwich. We are going to go in reverse order, which means Ezra is up first. Ez, what is your minor compliment? There was a great moment um, in like one of the first attacks um, where blood gets splattered on the uh, on the screen itself. On the camera, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like a, it's kind of great like documentary 3D, um, you know, really kind of breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. It's like, wow, did this guy really actually film a sharktopus attack, and did it actually yeah. really get on the the camera lens? <laughs> it made um, me assume that it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still, I'm still about 50-50 whether it's real or not now. So I think it was a really effective shot. Yeah, they, they did that, uh, I think, 45 more times after that, too. Did not get old. Not <laughs> get old. <laughs> awesome. Uh, for my minor compliment, earlier in the show, Ezra, I think you suggested that if it was up to you, you would have preferred to call it Octoshark. And I want to compliment the movie for being Sharktopus and not Octoshark, because Octoshark makes me think that it's a shark that has eight shark children. <laughs> and then is raising all of them on a uh, learning channel style reality show. And that would be totally boring. So shark, shark and mate plus eight? <laughs> Continuing backwards, uh, Chris, what is your minor compliment? Uh, my minor compliment is... Uh... Sharktopus's dexterity is sometimes amusing. So one of its superpowers, <laughs> one of the things that it can do is walk on land because uh, for short distances because its octopus legs can hold up its shark head. 
And I like yeah. to think that anytime it does that, it's on tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things too, just because the um, like I didn't even want to see shark shark to puss kill anyone. I just wanted to see him like walking on the beach, you know, looking for <laughs> sh- scrubs to eat or something. Yeah, flying a kite maybe, you know. Yeah, <laughs> playing beach ball, beach volleyball in like four different games. I would like to see Sharktopus hook up with anybody because I would just like to see the Sharktopus take long romantic walks on the beach. Yeah. Long romantic scuttles. (laughs) Oh, isn't there a... Oh, man. I want Sharktopus to end up with the Little Mermaid. No. Yes. No. Ariel does not belong with a human. She has swimming powers. She shouldn't have to change who she is. So, wait. That would be half... That would be quarter shark, quarter octopus... Quarter fish, quarter human offspring? Uh, yeah, and eight of them, so they could have a reality show. Oh my god. Well, there'd be two whole humans among all of them, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the recessive gene is just people, so they just have two normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher, it's your turn. Uh, final compliment for Sharktopus, the movie. Oh, um, I think I'm going to give it to the representation of the military. Uh, which I feel was pretty accurate. That that one guy, the colonel, yeah, on, on satellite uplink. Yeah, yeah, because they explain to him what happens. You know, they're like, "Oh, um, well, we fused a hybrid shark octopus, and it's swimming around in the ocean." And he, you know, unapologetically just says, "I have no idea what you just said." <laughs> really, colonel? Like, not not even trying. That's how you got to be a colonel. It's like I'm. I'm sorry, Mr. President. Um, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> that is it for our show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Join us again uh, next week when we will be reading. Editors note: There's been a last-second change of plans, and instead of the book we were originally planning on reading. Next week, we are going to be watching the second half of Season 2 of Jersey Shore. The finale is the day this comes out, so check it out. Watch the last half of the show. Their episodes are available for free on MTV.com in their entirety. And be ready next week, same bad time, same bad channel, to discuss it. If you want to suggest another topic that we can listen to, of course, go to read-weave.com slash suggest and vote on other suggestions as well as suggest new things. But if you want to get that book for free from Audible, remember, audiblepodcast.com slash weep. And we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for being here, as always, Chris. Yep. Thank you for joining us from your permanent honeymoon in Algiers, Algeria. Ezra? That is pretty much where I am. Fuck you for being on a honeymoon. <laughs> yep, I'm a terrible person. Thank you for joining us again, Christopher. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Christopher, of course, is the designer of our fabulous new website. Uh, if you want to see more or possibly hire him for his uh, excellent design, go to onegreatthing.com. That is it. We will be back at you next week. Talk to you later. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>